What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And I will move my arms as much as I want to. We are here with episode 89, and we're going to be talking about the purpose of video games. Here we are, episode 89. I hear you. I need to stop moving my arms as much. I get it. But I'm going to anyway. Yay. I'm not even that, a, like, I'm not even, I don't feel like I move my arms that much. Oh, honey, you do. I guess I do. You guess you do? You I do. Yes. You talk with your hands so much so that there are times on the podcast where I feel like you're about to hit me in the face. Pow. Ow. But touch you. <laughs> uh, that comes from, so uh, we just, uh, we uh, collectively, because Liz edited the video, uh, we finally released our vision for 2020 with our new video, uh, link up here. If you haven't seen it yet, it is a discussion about, uh, the problem with Christian video games and, uh, the, one of the biggest issues, the only issue I've heard so far is, uh, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, I move my arms so much that uh, I cut out of the blue screen. Which I'd like to point out that when I was directing him, I told him to watch his hands. So this is not my fault. No, not your fault at all. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I tried telling him not to do that. I'm good. So I know I do a lot of uh, hand motions, but uh, we're going to work on it. Uh, the next video we're working on is, um, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll spoil it. It's uh, we're, we're I'm working on the script right now. It's how video games are like coffee shops. So get excited for that, uh, Liz. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Any other details? I slept in today. Yeah. I have three desserts in the fridge right now. Yeah. That wasn't planned. It just kind of happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched a movie today that I've wanted to watch since it was in theaters. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about that today. Wait, is that the movie that we were, that we just no. watched? Oh, I forgot oh. that movie even came out. Yeah. Wow. I watched Instant Family while Adam was at work today. Yeah. That's not our movie minutes. No. Uh, speaking of your four desserts, I have I three desserts, not four. Geez. Oh, sorry. Because I was going to say I have four cases of Monster in the fridge right now. We had an interesting couple days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, it wasn't planned. It just happened. My So I'm going to tell my, my desserts because it's a big deal that someone who's lactose intolerant has three desserts that in the sounds. fridge. Mm-hmm. So yesterday was Valentine's Day. And mm-hmm. we were in it, one of the small towns near us. And and one of the bakeries there isn't a vegan bakery, but they do sell vegan desserts. And as someone who's lactose intolerant, I can really only have vegan desserts for the most part. So they have vegan whoopie pies there. And if you don't know what whoopie pie is, it's like a devil dog, mm-hmm. but round and better. Um, actually, not better, just so much more sugar yeah. than a devil dog. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what devil dog, dog is... Google it. I can't explain anymore. Google. <laughs> um, so I got one of those because I'm like, those intolerant. I'm like, oh, I can have a dessert on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't want to be at the festival anymore. So we're like, you know what? Let's get a dairy free. There's this one brand called Daya. If you're lactose intolerant or gluten free or both, mm-hmm. it's a good thing because it's a gluten free, dairy free cheesecake. And yeah. it's amazing for what it is. And so we're like, oh, we'll get that and we'll split it for dessert because we'll, it's romantic. So <laughs> so we got that. But yeah. then we didn't eat dinner till so late that we weren't f- hungry for dessert before we had to go to bed. So we're like, oh, we'll eat it tomorrow. 
Today's here. We go food shopping and our our grocery store, our nice little grocery store that never has my dairy-free stuff, had a dairy-free oat milk um peanut butter ice peanut cream. chocolate peanut butter ice cream. Now, I don't usually go for brands that I haven't had before, but I just bought this brand's chocolate milk to put in my coffee. So I know this brand isn't going to trick me and tell me it's dairy-free and it's not and I'm going to die tomorrow. So I got that. So now I have three desserts in the fridge. I swear we don't usually keep sugar in the house ever. I have four monsters because of a sale. <laughs> That's my story. Yeah. So I think we should get this show started. Because I mean, we're, I guess. Oh, well, I mean, we are <laughs> games and groceries. Yeah. So we talked about groceries. groceries. So I guess quick story because we're on groceries then. Um, I usually buy one four pack of Monster per week. Monster Ultra. This isn't like Monster straight Ultra. up Monster. No. This is like sugar the sugar free. free. It's the healthy version of Monster. And so they had a sale at our grocery store. Uh, buy two get two free. And I'm like, well, I would be an idiot if I don't. But then I'm putting these cases of Monster in the cart, and I'm like. Well, now I just feel like an idiot. <laughs> so now I have four cases of Monster in the fridge because of a grocery sale. Yep. So let's get the show started anyway. Uh, you can find us on social media, by the way. You can find us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries or find us on Twitter at I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. You can also follow us on Instagram. We're both on Instagram. Like We're both running the Instagram now. You can follow uh, Liz's Instagram first. Journey First Productions. If you want any behind-the-scenes yeah. photos about the productions of the videos, Journey First Productions on Instagram. But you can follow us on uh, Games and Groceries, all one word. And definitely find us on Facebook. We're available on Facebook. Definitely check out the website, gamesandgroceries.com, where you can listen to all of the episodes from the website, as well as to find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website. And... You can uh, click that subscribe button and a notification bell if you haven't already. Definitely click that subscribe button so that you know when all these podcasts come out. As well as if you're on iTunes, Spotify, you know, follow us on your favorite social media platforms as well as leave a review so that we can get bumped up into the atmosphere of the podcast centers. Woo! So with all that said and done, let's just move on to our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies that we watched in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, or in theaters, or in this case, Redbox, and we like to recommend it, or we don't recommend it. Yeah, that's right, folks. We are doing our very first Redbox review. Which is funny, because we used to live on Redbox. I know. Uh, I really wanted to see this movie so bad. I didn't remember it ever being mentioned. Yeah. But yeah. So you can rent this on Amazon Prime for $6 or get it on Redbox. Uh, the DVD was available, no Blu-rays, but the DVD for $1.80. Yeah. Which one was I going to choose? Uh, the movie, of course, is called The Peanut Butter Falcon, mm -hmm. starring Shia LaBeouf, Dakota, uh, Dakota Johnson, and I forgot the name of the actor they introduced. Uh, uh, opening thoughts, Liz, while I look this up. It was a really good movie. It mm -hmm. was well done. It was very nice. It was also very funny. Yeah. They had some, some good little comedy in there, which I like movies. I, I enjoy movies that aren't comedy movies, but they have really, they do comic relief very well. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Okay. His name is Zach. Oh, man. Got, gots again. Gots again? Gots again. Gots again. Gots again. Oh, no. Zach. 
His name is Zach. Um, but yeah, this movie is very heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know, it's about uh, a person with Down syndrome who is put into a retirement home, not even a, a boarding home for mm-hmm. people with Down syndrome, but in a retirement home in North Carolina. And he finally escapes because he wants to pursue his dream of becoming a professional wrestler. And he interacts with uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf's character. Who's just this guy who's down on his luck. Um, that's more, that's, you know, without it going to spoilers, that's yeah. as much as I'm going to give. Um, it's very heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go into my first note, which says that uh, the exposition of this movie, I will say in the beginning, is a bit on the nose, if you know what I mean. Um, it's a bit on the nose in a way of saying it like, um, it explains every character very bluntly. Like Dakota Johnson plays. Uh, the retirement center's uh, well, she's a, she's resident. A, she's a volunteer. She's a volunteer resident uh, mm-hmm. there. And she's explained to Zach's character where she says, like, listen, your family can't adequately uh, sustain you. And uh, the government has to put you somewhere. So they put you here. Mm-hmm. But he's been there for two and a half years. Why she explained this? And the same thing with Shia LaBeouf's character. Like, the exposition's like, Oh, your brother, he would be here, you know. And it's kind of like on the nose in that way. Yeah. And that's the that's the only bad thing about this movie. If if I had to say one bad thing is the exposition yeah. in the beginning. But I didn't even I didn't even notice that. It they it they put it in where it wasn't like, "Hey, this is why you're here." It's like they made it fit in the story. Right. And that's the thing. I I I think it was well done. I think it was well paced. It's just that the exposition, if like like I said, if I had to give one bad thing, Mm-hmm. It was a bit on the nose. Um, yeah. And I think they just didn't know how to start the story. I think they just wanted to get to where act two was. Yeah. That they just kind of planned act one. Like, okay, um, this is why they get together. Yeah. Okay, now we're here. Yeah. Um, which brings me to my second note. Uh, the journey is it's very special. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Um, there's no true conflict in this movie. It's just a bond. Yeah. The only conflict in it, they they keep it very minor. Yeah. They don't really observe it. They're like, it's a conflict, but we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Talking about this right now, um, the movie could have done without that conflict. If they let that conflict out, it, I wouldn't have an issue with it. If it had... We're talking about two different conflicts. Oh. Um, or, oh. Yeah. Yeah. The conflict you're talking about, I agree. That didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. He could have just been going where he was going for just for a new start. Right. My conflict, we were I was talking about something different. Okay, never mind then. But like it, this movie didn't really need a conflict. It was just yeah. it was just a very special bonding moment between Shia LaBeouf's character mm-hmm. and Zach's um character, Gotzigan. Gotzkin. Whatever. Um but yeah, uh, they they um, I love how Shia LaBeouf. If you saw his name and you didn't know fr- who he was, you'd be like Shia LaBeouf. But anyways, or Shia Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I'd probably go with Shia. But anyways, um, uh, but yeah, I don't <laughs> think the conflict was necessary. I think the bonding between these two characters was so special, so wholesome, um, and you really felt for them. Every single scene, you were just invested in you want mm-hmm. to see more of them uh just becoming more like brothers or like uh just really they're bonding like brothers oh yeah. man the more i'm thinking about this 
Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's just so deeper than I thought it was. Because, oh, I can't... Usually, I'm the one that misses that stuff. No, it's just like, I can't talk about it without going into spoilers. Oh, my God. You get it now? I get it. Oh, man. Feeling all the feels? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Adam's going to have a moment. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, okay. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Um... Yeah, we, we just finished watching it, so Adam hasn't had time to process it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I this is what we did with the Joker as well. Like, we just came from the theater, yeah. and I didn't get time. I we just watched it, and we just started recording it, and I'm just starting to process it now. It's so sad. I know. Oh my god. Anyways, um, let's go into my final notes. Um, I think the ending of this movie leaves on a really good high note. It doesn't really leave anything. Um, up for grabs or left for like, mm-hmm. well, what happened to him? Like, what happened there? What like it doesn't leave any untied. Like, yeah, it la- they tie it just enough for you to be satisfied yeah. and not worry about it. The ending is literally one scene, mm-hmm. and it just ties everything together. Yeah, and it's, it's perfect. It's a, I would say it's a four minute scene, maybe, and maybe four minute scene, and it just wraps everything up. So perfectly that I'm just like, I I enjoyed what I watched. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So would I recommend it? Definitely. Yes. But let's go into our final ratings. Uh, Liz, why don't you go first? I gave it a nine and a half. Because? Because I couldn't think of anything wrong with it. But you wanted to. Other than the whatever way they were going. Mm-hmm didn't make sense to me yeah like um the the um the um what what i don't know i don't know the word i'm looking for but it's like the way they went from point a to point b right made zero sense to me because it was taking them days Mm -hmm. the outer banks and yet people were able to i don't know track them yeah track them easily and get there before them i don't understand i don't know how i don't they made it seem like the people they were running from were like around the corner yeah so even though it took them days to get there Mm -hmm. so that was my only problem with it so i would give it a nine nine and a half yeah i gave it an eight just because it had some continuity issues and just like what you said Mm -hmm. there's just some things about like the way things were set up and I, i felt like the conflict was forced and, and I just feel like it didn't need it. Yeah. It really did not need this conflict. And I think that kind of took away from what the story... It was a distraction from the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why I gave it down to an 8. I think it's a solid film. I want to give it a 9 and say it's near perfect. But the conflict kind of distracts from what this movie is actually about. Mm-hmm. And I think this movie is really about um, accepting people with Down syndrome... Not as in like, oh, you have to accept them of who they are, but they're just people. Yeah, like you don't need to accept them because like you have to accept them because they're special. Like, no, they're just people like yeah, act normal. And it was very inclusive to mm-hmm. that kind of um, that kind of standpoint. Yeah. And I think that movie did beautiful in it, but it just tried to become a template in storytelling and saying that like there needs to be a peak, there needs to be a climax, there needs to be mm-hmm. conflict. And I think like when we talked with Alyssa Payne, where she wants to redo the way we do storytelling, I think this conflict was not necessary. And I think it just took away from the message, Mm -hmm. really. Um, 
but that's just me. Maybe I'll give it an eight and a half, but the conflict just really bothered me. Uh, it was, and it bothered me how they got to where they got. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's just me. But again, I highly recommend it. Again, we're talking about the Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, we rented it from Redbox for a dollar eighty for the DVD. I think Blu-rays are like two fifty. I think. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to spend six dollars and not go out into the cold, uh, it's on Amazon Prime for six dollars. Rent it, um, or buy the DVD, or yeah. buy the buy the Blu-ray. You do that too. Yeah. The reason why we why we watched it because. I was about to buy a Blu-ray because I wanted to see it, but I'm like, I don't want to buy it and not like it. I want to see it first and then yeah. buy it. I recommend. I think this is worth buying. Yes, it's definitely a definitely. heart. It's definitely a heartwarming, wholesome movie. Not a waste of money. Not, not a waste of time. Yeah, I, I I highly recommend it. So again, <laughs> the Peanut Butter Falcon with Zach Gotzigan. Something pro- like that. I'm probably saying his name wrong, and you're gonna write in the comments. I love you too. So let's move on to our next segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. And we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the games industry. That's how I say things. The games industry. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, (laughs) So, again, this is top three gaming news. We'd like to uh, give you what our top three gaming news is. And let's just go right into it uh, with our number three gaming news. What are you doing? I don't know. Um, (laughs) I had Bud Light Seltzer. Not today. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, let's go into our number three gaming news. uh, Is that Bioware is committing to... Completely overhauling Anthem. Woohoo! All is forgiven. Yay! Anthem is a good game now. Yay! Uh, just kidding. But apparently, according to a blog post from Bioware, uh, they're going to do a quote unquote longer term redesign of Anthem. And I just want to read this quote from the blog because uh, I think it's important to define the conversation. Uh, The blog post says this, or actually Casey Hudson says this. Over the last year, the team has worked hard to improve stability, performance, and general quality of life while delivering three seasons of new content and features. Woohoo! Good job! Uh, We have also heard your feedback that Anthem needs a more satisfying loot experience. No crap. Uh, Better long-term progression and more fulfilling endgame. (laughs) Good job. That's what a live service is all about. Uh, so we recognize that there's still more fundamental work to be done and bring out the full potential to uh, of the experience. And it will require a more substantial reinvention than an update or expansion. Casey, Casey Hudson, it's too little too late. Mm-hmm. It's too little too late. It's been over a year. You, you had your time. You really had your time here. Uh, Liz, any any thoughts before I go on? I mean, it's too late, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really all there is to say. It's just It's too late. It's what we it's what I always preach on this podcast. You can't release you can't release unfinished games. And that's the thing. It's not how it works. And that's the thing. Is that like it's one thing to be like hello games and bring out these 
like really outstanding promises, but you're an indie studio. Um, okay, fine. It's another thing to be Fallout 76 and just say like, we're going to put this out. We've never done a multiplayer mm-hmm. game before, um, but we're still going to do it and it's going to be garbage. But hey, we got a roadmap. We have a roadmap. We have a plan. Anthem, on the other hand, um, had no plan. Mm-mm. They had seven years to make this game, mm-hmm. and they developed it over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. They had a year and a half to develop this game. They had seven years. They had seven years to make this game, and they didn't. If you read Jason Schreier's article of, of the tell-all with Anthem, you had seven years to make this game, and you took a year and a half to finally get a game. Yeah. And now a year later, now you're saying like, oh, Anthem's bad. Now we can overhaul it and make it a whole new game right before next gen starts. Yep. How stupid are you, Casey? Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm in, you know, kind of like a a, a mood today. But that's so dumb. It is. And it's like, like you already wasted people's money once. Yeah. Why? Why do people like, why do they, why are they going to care? That's the thing. It's just like, it's so too little. Like it's one thing. How long has Anthem been now? A year. So they came out last February. A year to say, hmm, maybe we should, you know, try and get some patent. You waited a year to to listen to people like, no, you should have had patches coming out all year to fix what you've done now you're like well now we're just gonna revamp the whole thing no well this isn't the first time they said they're gonna revamp anthem this is true they they had a roadmap and then they completely shut that roadmap down and then they had another expansion to say like oh look how good it can be and then that expansion was garbage and now they still have christmas decorations up still in the game and now they're gonna say we're gonna do another long overhaul they didn't say how long that would take. They would just say it just is going to come out. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. You know when this overhaul is going to come out? What, what, why? You know when? When? When the next gen drops. Yep. Like that's when they're going to do it. You know why? Because we saw a leak before yeah. this game even came out that it was crashing PS4s yeah. and it would only work on the PS5. And guess what? They're going to be like, oh, you know what a good time to release this game is? When the PS5 comes out. When no one cares. It's just so stupid. Like, if you knew, if you knew it wasn't going to work on PS4, just, I don't know, it's just so stupid. Moving on. I guess moving on. Let's move on to our next you make gaming my, news. You make my blood boil. Uh, so, Disney. I love Disney. Disney's my favorite. Adam's blood boil. I love Disney. Anyways, but that's the thing. So, going on from Bioware, Disney. By the way, I have faith in Bioware. I do. It's just that it's it's too little, too late. Just be honest, Casey. Just be honest that you know you were going to go to the PS5. But anyways, moving on. Uh, Disney pleads to number two gaming news. uh, Disney pleads to developers. To make more games from its IPs, to, to make them more money, please. Oh no, we we it's successful. Wow, let's do it. So this is coming after the wild success 
from Spider-Man PS4, which mm-hmm. is a Disney property, Marvel, Disney. How would you like to meet each other? And here we go. More profit. Mm-hmm. And more recently, another Disney IP, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, hit massive sales numbers. Mm-hmm. And now Disney's like, oh, wait, we don't have to make multiplayer only games? Wow. Let's 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 put some more money into it. Uh, so I want to read this quote from Sean Shapta. I think it's his name. Good job, Adam. Uh, he says this at GDC, which is the uh, Game Developers Conference. I hope um, I'm here for one specific reason: to empower you to real uh, to do really unique things with our catalog. The exec told a crowd of game developers. We want to tap into the power of creative uh, of creatives across the industry. Lots of breakdown. Money, please. Like, really, it's like he saw those sales numbers and he gets up in front of these developers and he says, I'm here for one specific reason. Uh, I, 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 I want to empower you. It's really it's he something. He said in the most professional way he could find, <laughs> money, please. Like, really? We want to tap into the power of creative. Stop it. I mean, whatever. I mean, okay, so I'm going to get into this and why this is actually good news. Uh, at GDC, developers were invited to come and play with existing IPs for it for more stories. Now, as much as this is a disingenuine statement to say that like we this is a business transaction, this is great news for gamers. This is absolutely great news for gamers. Honestly, you know why? One thing. Um, hello, fellow Star Wars fans. Hello. It's your boy, Adam. Disney's not going to let Star Wars games die anymore. Mm-hmm. Much like Star Wars 1313. Much like the Visceral Game Star Wars game. Disney's not going to let them die because they know how profitable they are. Yeah. So good news, Star Wars fans. Me and you, we're connecting right now. Uh, it also means that, you know, Disney fans... Just plain old Disney fans, you might get some really awesome games from Possible. Disney character characters. You yeah. know, get a Frozen video game. Oh, please no. <laughs> who who knows? Uh, but even more, uh, the article states. Uh, by the way, articles linked down below. Uh, the article states that um, you know they own Fox now. You know, one of the game, uh, one of the IPs that Fox owns, Die Hard. Oh no, that would be so awesome, Die Hard game. But that's the thing. Uh, Disney owns a lot right now, and Disney is giving permission to game developers saying like, hey, we understand it's profitable. Use whatever IPs we have. We have X-Men. We have The Simpsons. We've got all the Marvel characters. Uh, We've got, like, just name it. Disney owns it. This is true. And that's the thing. Is that like, okay, it is a business transaction. Yeah. But I'm really excited for it. Yeah, it could be. It could potentially be very good. Yeah. For everyone. So I'm excited. I don't like Disney. I think they're a bunch of like, you know, money grubbing, like disingenuine people who are big corporations. But you know what? Sometimes big corporations benefit the gamers. So can't really fault them there. We'll see where it goes. So let's move on to the number one gaming news. Okay. Um, Jeff Keighley, uh, who speaking about people who love gaming, Mm -hmm. Jeff Keighley decides to not attend E3 2020 seemingly for disagreeing with the structure of E3 this year. 
So if you don't know who Jeff Keighley is, um, Jeff Keighley is pretty much uh, video games papa. Papa video game. And that's the thing. Uh, he's been in the industry for years yeah. and he's represented games. In fact, he started the Game Awards after he worked at Spike, uh, Spike TV. And Spike had their video game awards. And they didn't take video games seriously. They just uh, flaunted Mountain Dew ads and, uh, you know, women everywhere. And it, it was very disrespectful to the game industry. And so Jeff parted ways with Spike and started a more respectable mm-hmm. award show. So he does a lot for the video game industry. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the thing. Jeff backed out of E3. And I want to yeah. read this quote. Uh, this is from game, gamesindustry.biz. Um, Jeff Keighley says this. Given what has been publicly communicated about plans for E3 2020, I just don't feel comfortable participating in the show at this time. I saw the E3 website leak this morning and said, you know what? I really need to let the people know what to expect from me so no one is disappointed. This certainly wasn't an easy decision to make, but I think it's the right one for me. And I wanted fans to know before tickets go on sale. Mm. Bad sign. Yeah, that's not a good sign when someone who's been... Part with of E3. them for so long for 25 years is like i'm not a fan of where this is going so mm-hmm. peace like and like like you said that's not an easy that's not like a light decision to make when you've been with some with a program that long mm-hmm. it has to be some pretty out of the ordinary things yeah to make him say like not it's not for me so it's just E3's missing a chunk right now. Yeah. Um, PlayStation leaving, that was a business decision. Yeah. It really was. But it was a business decision. But, but Jeff, this is personal. Jeff saw this and he said, they're disrespecting the games industry. And I don't want any part of it. I don't want my name a part of it. Yeah. So I'm backing out this year. That's not a good sign. Nope. That's a horrible sign. Yep. Um, I don't know if this is the complete end for E3, but E3... Oh, but it's not helping. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't think the ESA is going to care. I don't think I, they'll care. I'm interested to see what E3 is like this year. Like, how bad is it that he felt the need to leave? Yeah. Like, I'm watching it more out of intrigue than I am interest this year. And, of course, we're going to have our E3 show this year. We do it every single well, year. Yeah. Um, But it's going to be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Limited Run Games is still going to be there. Uh, we interviewed uh, Doug and Josh from Limited Run Games. Um, hopefully, I can get them back on the show. I want to get their opinion about this. But yeah. Um, yeah, so it's really interesting. I hope it all goes well. I really do want E3 to succeed, but Jeff just doesn't see it this year. Yeah. It might succeed another year, but Jeff is just saying, like, listen, what they're doing this year is not being respectful to the video games industry. And I just can't be a part of it. Yeah. And that's some bad news. Um, I think that was it. Yeah. So again, summarizing, Bioware commits to uh, completely overhauling Anthem. Is it too little? Is it too late? Write your comments down below. Uh, Disney pleads to the GDC game developers. He said, uh, Disney is saying like, play with our IPs, make new stories. Is this good for gamers or is this just going to be uh, ruining games forever write your comments down below and finally jeff keely 
leaving E3. Is it going to be the end of E3? You know what I'm going to say. Write your comments down below if you're watching us on YouTube. All right. With that said and done, let's move on to our final segment. Every single week here in the Games Groceries podcast, we like to have a little discussion about the games industry, whether it be about female gamers or game preservation. Uh, we just like to sit down and talk about it for just a few moments or half an hour, whatever comes first. Uh, so this week, we're going to be talking about what's the purpose of video games. And we like to start our discussions by defining mm -hmm. the subject. So what kind of purpose are we talking about when we talk about the purpose of video games? Are we talking about the purpose of life? Um, what kind of purpose do we speak of? What do you think? For me, when I think of like, what's the purpose of video games? It's like, what's the point of having them mm -hmm. in your life? And for me, it's just a entertainment source. Okay. An outlet, just, just like movies and books and TV for me. It's just some, it's a, just another form of entertainment to help me take my mind off stuff. Roll credits. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I, I agree with you where it says that uh, we're not talking about like the purpose of life. We're not talking about, um, you know, what purpose does it have in, in the divine source, the purpose of 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 it like moving forward in life. But what why do you have video games or why even play video games? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what, what I really want to talk about right now. And um, I want to go into a couple of your answers. Um, I'm, I'm just going to read two right, for right now. And um, if you follow us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, I'm going to ask you this question right before we record, and I want to get your thoughts. And uh, right now, I just want to read from uh, Pick Up Your Sticks uh, podcast, uh, who says, I don't think all video games can have a singular shared purpose other than to say that they uh, transmit information from one source to another. Like books, they can, uh, they can be educational, therapeutic, entertainment, emotional release, uh, creative outlet, so many things. And finally, he says, or uh, and just because a game is made for one reason, it's up to the player to interpret it for themselves. We played StarCraft ladder games uh, to help with anger management and anxiety and also for fun. And I think that's right. That like it, just like books, video games can be anything you can make them to be. Books aren't just educational. Books mm -hmm. can also be entertainment sources. Like right now, I'm reading a book called um <laughs> a 12 rules of life i almost forgot it uh 12 rules of life with uh jordan b peterson uh but that's you know more of an opinionated educational kind of thing but it can also be entertainment mm -hmm. um like you were reading um the uh with the glass crown um the um what what is the red yeah the red queen the red queen and then the glass sword yeah i think and that's the I thing. I haven't finished it yet. Both Oops. video games and books can kind of have this source of being yeah. educational, entertainment-wise. And I don't think they really have like a divine purpose in life. I think they're just there, you know? Yeah. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, now, going more into a definition, let, let's really talk about this point. When we talk about the purpose, we're really trying to defend video games from people who say that they have no purpose. Now. Yeah. Why do you think some per uh, people think that they have no purpose and that they're a waste of time? Like, why why do people say that? I think it goes back to what we always say when we like if we were to go back to the conversation about like gaming as adults. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think it goes back to that where a lot of people see it as a childish thing. Yeah. And they see the TV shows and everything and they hear the mom saying like, all my kid ever wants to do is play video games. He needs specified screen time and (laughs) all this stuff and whatever. And so I think that's how people think of it. They think of it as, oh, it's just something that like Mm -hmm. little boys and teenage boys do. And it's something that they don't see as a right as like a normal form of entertainment. Right. They see it as a kid's form of entertainment. Like when you tell a kid to go outside and play, you're not going to say that to an adult. No. And that's how they see it. They see the see it the same way of going outside and outside to play and playing video games. That's for kids. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't do that when you're an adult. Yeah. And I, I also think it goes into almost as, you know, I'm on a grind mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking about getting to be an adult, you know, people love having responsibility in life and they love being busy. Uh, we still live in New York and New York yeah. really prides himself in some New Yorkers, by the way. Not all. Some. Most. Okay, all. Um, but At least where we lived. But uh, talking about that they used busyness like, you know, a pride, you know, like yeah. a, a badge of honor. Um, and, and that's the thing. If you're not doing something that's busy work, they, you're not being productive. You're wasting your time. And I don't think that's how human beings were designed. Um, I mean, going to, you know, we're Christians, of course. And part of that is a day of rest. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have the Sundays, but even Christians forget about a day of Sabbath. They just think they're like, oh, you know, well, Christians are meant to be productive. We're always... No, God commanded people yeah. to take a Sabbath day, take a day of rest, don't do anything. And that does not mean spending your whole day at church. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the thing is that, like, <laughs> you know, man was meant to be not always on pace. Yeah. You know, mankind, you know, human beings, we were, we were meant to have leisure time. And that's the thing. Video games can also be that kind of leisure time. We're, we don't always have to be on that grind. You, you don't know? always have to be on. Right. But I think on this sort of Instagram era that we're on and mm-hmm. people are achieving things and we just like think less of ourselves mm-hmm. because of it, because, you know, we live in a life of social media where it's all based comparison. Some people will say that it's, you know, this waste of time. But let's even talk about this, how some people define video games as a waste of time, but really, let's really talk about this. What even is a waste of time? What even is a waste of time? Quite honestly, what do you think? I think... Like, what do you think? I don't know now. So let me, let me, let me, let me, let me lead. Well, it was your question. You should be the one leading. (laughs) That's the thing. Is that like, I think a real waste of time is that here's, Here's another thing. I'm not just talking about adults here, but even teenagers, mm-hmm. um, anybody with responsibilities. I think you're only wasting time when you're deliberately ignoring your responsibilities. I want to go back to Sabbath day, right? So in education on a Sabbath day, right? Uh, in a biblical text, a biblical Sabbath day, right? Right. You don't just stop what you're doing. You don't just like run the clock of your week mm-hmm. and get to Sabbath day. But the commandment of Sabbath day is that you shall work until the day of Sabbath. You shall put up your responsibilities until the day of Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But you work so much, right, that on a Sabbath day, 
you have plenty to suffice you and you don't have to work. Right. Mm -hmm. So a Sabbath day isn't meant to run the clock and then you can chill. A Sabbath day is meant to say that, like, you've done all your responsibilities. Now chill. Yeah. Like to put it in layman's terms. Now, I think a real waste of time is deliberately avoiding responsibility for leisure time. A, a Sabbath day is, you know, that of a day or a month. A, a Sabbath day isn't every single day. I agree. But when you're but I agree, but I don't I don't view that it, when I think of a waste of time. What do you mean? Like when I think of a waste of time, it's like. For me, if I had dishes to do, mm -hmm. but I needed to rest that day. Right. I'm perfectly fine leaving those dishes in the sink. Until right. The, until tomorrow. Well, until tomorrow. But that's what I mean. Like, you just build up the dishes. And that's what I mean. Like, a waste of time is, you know, never doing those dishes. Oh. Like, you're playing video games. Yeah. And the dishes fall out of the sink because it's so full. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I don't put a waste of time in that. I just feel that's being irresponsible. Well, that's but the thing. But for me, a waste of time is, like, something that, like, you're literally doing something that is serving no purpose. But like when I'm resting or if you're playing video games, you're resting. That is still serving a purpose to right. you. Yeah. It's still serving a purpose to you mentally or in your heart. And like, even if you are mm -hmm. ignoring your responsible and being irresponsible, that's still serving a purpose to you in your heart. No, I, I don't think you mean, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying because Okay, so you're going to get out of the pool of the gray. You got to stop swimming in the gray area. We're going to get you but out of the pool. that's not how I think. You think of the gray. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's not how I think. You can't just pull me out of it. So you get out of the pool. You're getting wrinkly now. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying is that, like, it's not serving a purpose in the terms of you're constantly um, removing yourself from your responsibilities. Like, you're constantly ignoring. No, I, un I understand. I'm yeah. saying that we're thinking of... Waste of time differently. You're getting all pruney in the pool of gray. We're come thinking join. Of the, we're thinking of it different. When you come say, join me in the black and white of thinking of Adam Evolt. <laughs> when you say waste of time, you're thinking of it a completely different way than I am. When I think when some when I say because you oh, live in the gray. A, when I say oh that's a waste of time, like it's something that it's it's not going to help anything if you're doing that. If you define. Liz's yin and yang. It's not a yin and yang. It's just a circle of gray. <laughs> Anyways, now how can video games be a waste of time? Let me ask you that. I feel like we're now talking I about... Feel like I feel like we're not talking about the purpose anymore. We're talking about a waste of time now. <laughs> we're waste. Here's the thing. We're wasting time. We're talking about wasting time and we're not talking about the purpose and we're constantly ignoring the purpose. Well, now you're wasting time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think video games can be a waste of time. This goes with my like understanding of what a waste of time would be. Yeah. A waste of time with video games is if you're playing a game that you don't enjoy. Right. That literally like and we've talked about this before where there are games that you you think feel like you should play but you are like barely making it through. You're not enjoying yeah. it. It's serving zero purpose to you. Right. That's a waste of time because you're literally wasting your time. You could be doing something that you actually enjoy. You could play, be playing a game that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. I could be playing games from my list that I made this year, my yeah. resolution list. Instead, I choose to watch TV or play Sims. 
mm-hmm. because that's what's bringing me joy. If I were to play a game and I not enjoy it just because it's on my bucket list, mm-hmm. it, that, that's a waste of time. Right. I could be enjoying myself instead of playing a game that I'm not enjoying. Yeah. That's how video games can be a waste of time to me. So the way I see it is that like I have responsibilities to do and including writing a script for the video. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, including, you know, uh, including writing a script, including cooking dinner, including all of this. I, I have to uh, including going to a job. A video game can be a waste of time if I decide to play a video game instead of writing a script when it needs to be done. When it needs to be done, I can't skip work to play video games. Well, no. I can't skip work to play video I games. I understand that, of course. And that's a waste of time. I still wouldn't call the video game a waste of time. It is a waste of time because you're wasting it and you don't get paid. <laughs> that's the definition of wasting time. No. No, my God. <laughs> that's a waste of time. That video game is still serving a purpose to you. Are you kidding me right now? What purpose? You don't get paid. <laughs> that whole paycheck is gone. That's you literally wasted a bank account. Oh, jeez. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but the video game itself you're is so not... You're so pruny in your pool of gray. What? That's it. Okay, we're changing. We're officially changing... Midway through, we're talking about no longer the purpose of video games. We're talking about how video games can be a waste of time. I'm sorry to everybody who commented on the purpose. You are not looking up the definition of a waste of time on Google. Yeah, I am. Okay, so let me let me let me get this straight. So you don't think that if you play a video game for so long that you skip three days of work, not because of a mental illness like depression which i think you can skip work for because depression is severe severe depression versus i play madden for so long i'm not in a depression cycle i don't have anxiety <laughs> i'm just playing madden and i miss three days of work that's not a waste of time to you that's irresponsible that to me that's, that's a waste of time <laughs> to me <laughs> those are two different how? Two different things. Okay, I want to ask you, how is being irresponsible different from wasting your time? Because that's what they want to be doing. Oh my God, it's a waste. It's a waste to you. No. Yes. It's a waste of time to you. To that person, it's clearly not a waste of time. Oh my God. Like we could say, wow, he's really wasting by the way, time. By the way, we're not fighting. People always think Ch- that we disagree. Children watching or listening. We love each other. We're not fighting. People always think when we disagree that we're like seriously fighting. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is just how we act. Okay. okay. We still love each other. He's still my best friend. Ooh, you're sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> the lights are on me. But, um, but, but to me, so what I was saying was okay. we could look at someone who's missing work right. to play Madden. Okay. And we could say, wow, he's really wasting his time. Because he is. But yeah. to him, he's not wasting his time. Okay. But that's what I mean. Like, yes, we would view it as a waste of time because for us, that's not good. Yeah. But for him, that's what he wants to do. He's, he's happy. 
It's not yeah. a waste of time to him. And you, that's what you no, asked me. You said, no. what do I think a waste of time is? But that's the thing. No, like the very definition of wasting your time. Let's say, okay, he misses so much work that he doesn't have enough money to pay his rent. And then he starts to complain that he can't well, yeah, forget a place. Of, because different. he wasted his time. But that's but But then, it's not a waste of time right now, but, but it is a waste of time. Not to him. What the heck? It's not it but then in the future he says that man, I really wish I well, could Well then he'd stop went, doing that and he'd do what makes him happy and it wouldn't be a waste of time. If he admitted that it was a waste of time. Then it becomes a oh waste of time. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. How video games can be a waste of time? I think my answer was perfect. Oh, no. No, it was not. (laughs) No, it was not. (laughs) We're we're settling this here on the podcast, live on Games and Groceries (laughs) podcast and the YouTube channel. Now I'm just going to stick with my thing. No. Just because. Okay. So hear me out. (laughs) You don't think that if a sink just builds up and there's so much mold in there, but you don't care. And again, we're putting this on the hypothetical that this person does not have clinical depression. They do not have anxiety. They do not have any sort of mental. uh, They're just irresponsible. They're just. No, but you're irresponsible with your time. Wouldn't you agree that time is like currency okay you like you have time that's available to you let's say i have 25 years left of life okay i have mm-hmm. 25 years left so of life. so why would you spend it washing dishes because it's a way no <laughs> why would you spend it get a dishwasher and save time i can't How they can be a waste of time. Yes, you have to responsibilities. Me, to me that if you only have 25 years, you really care what your responsibilities are? Oh my God. It doesn't matter. Okay. But you have time. You have time on your hands. Let's We're say, getting okay, very off topic here. here. Okay. Okay. How about this? How about this? How about this? Let's put it into our marriage. <laughs> Let's say I have 25 years left of life. Okay. And I just... Put in NBA 2K20, okay? And I just play that for hours and hours, and I don't spend any time with you. And when it comes to the end of my 25 years and I'm on my deathbed, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I spent more time with Lizzie Pants. If if it's about you. Now, it's no longer about dishes. It's about you, okay? Uh-huh. It's my dream come true. I wish everything was about me and not dishes. But... Let's say I'm not spending time with you anymore. I'm spending more time with video games than with my wife. Is that a waste of time? Because that's time spent with a loved one that I'll never get back ever. Would that be considered a waste of time? And you know it's a waste of time and you're not admitting it. So if it's with a loved one, okay, and not dishes, fine. I'll give you the dishes. Yes, but if if you... truly loved me you wouldn't have chosen the video game over me so your theory is not realistic (laughs) i can't (laughs) 
I can't. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Let's say I truly loved yes, you. I but I was I would be mad at you if you spent your last twenty five years yes. of life playing video games. And, and only video me. games. Let's say also I have a responsibility to build this channel. Hi YouTube. How you doing? And I have a responsibility and I want to take you in with my with our dream mm -hmm. of YouTube. Mm -hmm. But instead of writing a script and contacting guests for the show and writing out this, instead I just say, "Oh, I just want to play Sunset Overdrive" instead of writing a script. And so there's nothing to edit and the YouTube channel never uh, exist but you know i love playing sunset overdrive would that be a waste of time from my eyes yes it is well it is i'm not trying to say that it's a waste of time to the person because the person is irresponsible and silly i'm saying so you do agree with me no i'm saying objectively <laughs> would that be a waste of objectively from a, from not subjectively not not great. From area. an outsider's view, yes, that would be a waste yes. of time. Yes, it is a waste of time. So this fight was a waste of time. No, because we were talking about the same thing. No, we weren't. Yes, we were just seeing it from two different points of view. No. You were talking from an outsider's, but you didn't say from an outsider's view. You said, "Would it be a waste of time?" I said, "No," because to from their point of view, you could just correct me in the beginning, on. I love making him do that face. Okay, so here's a little thing about our marriage. <laughs> and we've been together now. By the way, uh, March 2nd will be 11 years together. And I knew from day one, I knew before I even asked her out that I live, I live in the black and white. I know I do. Liz swims. <laughs> She's in the deep end of the gray area. I'm out with the sharks. <laughs> Oops, sorry. She's a middle child. She is so far out in the gray area. I can't get her back. There's no lifesaver. There's no helicopters. It's on uncharted territories where the gray area is. I am very much black and white. So when we get in these things and we no longer talk about the purpose of video games, we oh, talk. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. We got onto the waste of time. And we just went with it. I feel like we have... Oh, my goodness. I promise we have a good marriage. There goes my notes. I, wor I worked so hard on these notes. Well, it was a waste of time. <laughs> you having fun? Yeah. I love you. <laughs> Don't she laughs so hard you can't hear anything out of her. You know she's dying. <laughs> and then when she claps like a seal. Anyways, I'm I crying. You're, you're crying. Let me wipe your tears away, hun. Thomas said my makeup. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even have water left. So <gasps> okay. okay. I think I love you too. Let's kiss. Anyways. <laughs> um, so because you guys answered, I was only going to pick a few of these, but I feel like because we wasted your time, <laughs> I'm going to read all of them. Like here and now, just to end the conversation here. Um, oh, my God. This um, is fun. Yeah, the great. Um, 
when we talk about the purpose of video games, uh, Nick DiPaolo has this to say. Nick DiPaolo, of course, is uh, making Adam's Ascending, and he says, uh, nowadays to be a global business, but deep down there's still people who create them for the purpose of art. And what he's trying to say there is that uh, just like what Disney's trying to do at the GDC, uh, saying that like, oh, oh, you know, create more games, make mm-hmm. us more money. Yes, it's it's for a global business, but there's people still out there like Nick DiPaolo who want to do it for the art. So the purpose is to really create art. Sometimes for businesses, it's for money. Mm-hmm. But then Volt Supreme has this to say. Would you like to read Volt Supreme, dear? Sure. Yeah. Darling. Oh, my God. <laughs> to provide people with an entertaining challenge or to tell a story, which, I mean, they kind of are saying the same thing just in different ways. Where it's like, it still serves a purpose because people use it as a creative outlet, just like writers and artists and mm-hmm. movie creators. That's what indie films are. It's art. It's people who have art. Even yeah. the big productions, someone's behind that and they have a passion behind it and they yeah. are making art. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> read read more. <laughs> Uh, Cito Sweet Home uh, has this to say. Uh, the purpose? For some, it is just an entertainment and money, which was what we talked about with uh, Nick DiPaolo, especially during the early generations. Uh, talking about like the NES, uh, even going back to the uh, Atari. Um, but yeah, uh, heck, even now for the AAA publishers and devs, it's still just that. But for others, the purpose is to show off their vision and their ideas. Uh, show them off in a way that can't be told in books and such and sort of goes into video games or art uh, discussion. And in my opinion, uh, it is an art. In many ways, the purpose of video games is to simply show off their art and story in an entertaining way. Three examples of this would be a visual novel with Cinder's uh, with its wonderful uh, story and art. Cinder being the game. Uh, bound, where each level is uh, about five stages of grief. Uh, bound, I remember that game. Yeah. Um, each state uh, level of grief, and the protagonist's journey to acceptance in Virginia, where there's no dialogue spoken, which is another fantastic. It's I think it's only like a an hour or two game, um, and you piece together the story from the visuals. The purpose of these games is to, uh, is where uh, the purpose of these games were to tell a story, show off their art, to entertain, and yes, make the devs. Their deserved money. Uh, do you want to read the last one from uh, Nikki? Sure. So she says, for me, the purpose of playing is definitely entertainment. It's nice when it delivers a good message. And if it also looks pretty, it's pretty close to perfect to me. For the devs, it's most possibly to tell a story just like filmmakers and authors to do too. But a hard cold truth that's out there is definitely money. Look at microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Look at those sports games that get a new release every year, mm-hmm. even some cases of DLCs, which is true. I think to big productions, again, it is a lot about the money, um, which is just sad because they are taking an art form and just milking it for money. And you see that in movies, too, when they make stupid sequels and they never end it. 
Mm-hmm. And that, that I, I mean, you can ask Adam, those, when I see sequels that aren't necessary and they're just atrocious, it bothers me to no end. You're like, you're just, you're making it for money and it's for kids. So, you know, the parents are going to have to take them to see it. Yeah. Because the kids are going to see them, like, oh my gosh, I need to see it because I love the first one. And they don't understand that you're, that they're just trying to make money. They just see that the creatures and the characters on the, <laughs> I lost my train of thought, yeah. on the screen that they love. So of course they want to go see it. They don't get that they're, someone's just milking their parents for their money. So I just, I mean, I agree with that, but I think we can all agree that for most of us, it's for entertainment mm-hmm. and just a release of stress. As well as, you know, for the people who make it, especially the indies, it's a passion. It's an art. It's their way of showing their art. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, what all of these have to say, what everybody's comments on the uh, purpose of video games is, uh, yes, we have to agree that there is some business purpose into making video games. Uh, there is definitely a business side of video games. But I think all of us um, agreeing here from um, Pick Up Your Sticks, from Cedo, Sweet Home, Nikki, uh, Commander Nikki, uh, Nick DiPaolo, Volt Supreme, we're all agreeing that, you know, there's challenges, there's story, there's this uh, defining for art, even for multiplayer games. There's this sort of purpose to uh, express art, but also build the economy. and a lot of times that it's about your enjoyments, you know, and we have to accept that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we have to accept that, you know, the business side as well with microtransactions yeah. serving a purpose to fund these games. But also, you know, to for people to express their, their art and their love yeah. for it. There's always someone who's going to take something artistic and good and say, hmm, I can make money off of that. Mm-hmm. And they take it too far. Yeah. Like we did with the waste of time. Yeah. We took it too far. I love that. I know you do. You're not gonna you're not gonna <laughs> hug No, me I'm gonna I'm gonna Han solo you. <laughs> no. Oh. Did it hit the dog? No, it didn't. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, wrapping up our conversation here. <laughs> so, Sorry, I took it too far again. But yeah, um I think we can wrap up the conversation yeah. there. Um, we really hope you enjoyed the conversation. I hope you got a kick out of it like we did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was not scripted. No, I swear that was so not scripted. I didn't even know we were going to talk about that. I don't read his notes. My notes, my beautiful notes. Oh, well, it's, it, it was all wasted, all wasted time, but it wasn't a waste it to me. It wasn't a waste of time to you because you worked very hard on that and you're proud of it. So it is not a waste of time. Anyways, when you did it, I'm gonna. It's a retroactive waste of time. My goodness. Um, okay, let's end the conversation here. <laughs> so we really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, if you would like to, wa- uh, you know, watch or listen to our backlog, of course, you know we're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on here on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't yet, definitely click that subscribe button so that you know when all these conversations come out uh, with the Games Courses podcast. And if you haven't already. Uh, checked out our video called um, uh, The Problem with Christian Games. We put a lot of time into it. I think we estimated 15 hours was put into making that video. Probably. Uh, so we real, it was a love project, and the next video is going to come out in a couple weeks where we're going to be talking about uh, how coffee shops are like video games, basically. Mm-hmm. So, And I'm not in it, so there won't be any more bickering. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, 
But yeah, so definitely subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, and with all that said and done, we thank you for listening this far. You're such a trooper for listening this far. <laughs> uh, Nikki, I know you had a kick from this conversation. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so we thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope to see you next week. Have a great week. Bye.